American Exceptionalism in 1687. The Monday Morning Memo for July 17, 2017. Exactly 330 years ago, roughly 10 generations of parents and children ago, the French explorer La Salle, searching for the mouth of the Mississippi River, was murdered by his own men. We were experiencing dysfunction among supposed team members. In Virginia, a panicked Nicholas Spencer of Westmoreland County provides Virginia Governor Francis Howard with intelligence of the discovery of a Negro plot for the destroying and killing of His Majesty's subjects with the design of carrying it through the whole colony of Virginia. White people feared that people of another race might overcome them. Back home in England, King James II orders that his Declaration of Indulgence be read in English churches, a first step toward securing religious freedom in the British Isles. Then he disbands English Parliament. The person in charge of the mightiest nation on earth decided he didn't need any help. And the Royal Society is rocked by the publication of Isaac Newton's Principia Mathematica. According to author Edward Dolnick, the Royal Society of 1687 was a grab bag collection of geniuses, misfits, and eccentrics who lived precariously between two worlds, the medieval one they had grown up in and the new one they had only glimpsed. These were brilliant, ambitious, confused, conflicted men. They believed in angels and alchemy and the devil, and they believed that the universe followed precise mathematical laws. In time, they would fling open the gates to the modern world. I am intrigued by Dolnick's description of the Royal Society because I can think of no better description of the cognoscenti of Wizard Academy than a grab bag collection of geniuses, misfits, and eccentrics. But then Dolnick rings the wrong bell. He contrasts a belief, quote, in angels and alchemy and the devil with the belief that, quote, the universe follows precise mathematical laws, as if those two beliefs are mutually exclusive. I don't believe in alchemy, but I do believe in angels. And I believe the universe follows precise mathematical laws. And I believe in miracles. Let's say you and I are playing pool. Anyone with a knowledge of physics knows that a pool ball, cleanly struck by the cue ball, will continue to roll toward the hole where it's headed. Because the universe follows precise mathematical laws. But what if, just as the ball is about to drop into the hole, an unnoticed bystander reaches down and lifts the ball off the table. Have the laws of physics been destroyed? Of course not. We simply failed to take into consideration the intervention of the unnoticed bystander, that unseen stranger who occasionally works a miracle. Roy H. Williams Want to see a miraculous second half of the year for your business? Go to adtalks.org. Do it now. I am Indy Beagle. I have spoken. Have you ever watched Game of Thrones? Last night, 
Sunday, July the 16th, was the season seven premiere of HBO's smash hit Game of Thrones, which consistently averages more than 23 million viewers per episode. The show's huge popularity is that it has ignited global demand for genuine Viking and medieval collectibles. This week on a special doubleheader edition, Roving reporter Rothbart showcases two businesses that have ridden the coattails of Game of Thrones to phenomenal success. First, Rothbart interviews Bob Dodge of Artemis Gallery, a leading U.S. auction house selling Viking artifacts and jewelry. And then he examines an entrepreneurial voyage of discovery with Phil Michelson, a senior executive with LiveAuctioneers.com which runs live auctions in 47 countries worldwide and has hard data on exactly how hot the Viking collectibles market is right now. Do we have interesting interviews or what? MondayMorningRadio.com